Hey yo! Welcome to another episode of Create or Die. This is your host Ike Allred. Now, I've been thinking lately, you know, what uh, what should I talk about next? What could help people out there? You do realize I have tens and tens of listeners. So, yeah, that's something. <laughs> I know, I know. They said it couldn't be done. But here we are, episode three. It's happening. But yeah, back to it. You know, what uh, What can I share this week that may be of some value? Or that, at the very least, may help you fall asleep. Yes, I've heard from some that... They like to hit play on these podcasts, cozy up in their in their blankie, and it works better than melatonin. That's right, you heard it here. If you need to go to sleep, create or die, we've got your back. <laughs> Just kidding, I digress. But seriously, what can I talk about? So I thought a little bit, and I remembered a question that I've been asked a few times from fellow creatives and that question is how do you find the time to create and to some you may think okay that's not that big of a question but you may be surprised to learn that uh, at least from the outside perspective I have I have uh, what you might call a a hectic life in addition to uh, a full-time job, uh, leading a creative team at uh, a medium-sized fintech. I am the father, yeah, of nine kids. Right, crazy. Um, Spaced out every two years. My oldest is 20, my youngest is three, and they keep me hopping. So yeah, when that question pops up, you know, how do you find the time to create? Uh, Not everybody has nine kids. So yeah, just let that soak in. (laughs) But after thinking about it a little bit, I came across this quote that I think uh, sums it up pretty well. You will never find time for anything. If you want time, you must make it. Charles Buxton. I believe he was a English writer from the 19th century. But a big part of creating is just living life to the fullest. So part of my experience is having nine kids. You go back a little further, I you know, I had a life. I I did sports, I did drama, I was in uh, school, student government. I worked a myriad of different jobs before finally uh, landing a job as a designer in the industry and then making my way to the role of creative director and, and current role as head of creative. And all of those things that I've experienced or that you experience that's what makes you unique that's what that's what sets us apart and so I call that research so in a sense anything that you're doing 
is helping you create. So when you do make that time to create, you can leverage those experiences, which will make your creations, your art, your music, your spreadsheets, your code, whatever, <laughs> uh, that much more authentic and relevant. I'll give you an example. Motion design. That's a hot industry right now, and it has been for a, a decade or more, at least. It's something that involves uh, so much. Design, animation, storytelling, typography, cinematography, you name it. And there are a lot of amazing motion designers out there. And so, as someone who, I think I said in a previous episode, suffers from uh, what I like to call creative ADD, uh, I like to dabble in all different kinds of creative endeavors, um, motion design is one of them. And like anything, you know, pick, pick whatever subject, when I want to find inspiration of great motion design work out there I naturally you know jump on uh, Vimeo or YouTube or Pinterest or, or whatever to find the top 20 best motion design pieces of the year or of the week or whatever and you'll see some really amazing things and then the first thing you want to do is uh, jump on the computer and try to <laughs> try to emulate some of that stuff. And unfortunately, that becomes a trend, and, and we see the same things again and again. And so I challenge myself and you to look outside of, of those channels. I mean, it is a good idea to see what's out there, but then think back on your experience as a football player or a ballerina or whatever and, and think you know how can I imbue my work I think that's a word um, with this experience what does it feel like to hit somebody or be hit in a football game the ring in your head is that something that can be visualized in in your next motion piece you know obviously it's it's got a fit don't just uh, shoehorn something into a piece for a client or whatever and expect them to jump on it just because you're looking to <laughs> put yourself into the work but if you've had enough experiences in life you'll you'll start to find which ones to leverage for which uh, project. So research. It's the stuff that makes you unique and interesting. Be different. Another great thing is, is keeping a sketchbook or a notebook. And yeah, this can totally be digital. Uh, it is for me nowadays, you know, whether it's the iPhone or the iPad, and then being able to work in the cloud you can have these shared documents that you can jump from iPhone to tablet to 
desktop, laptop, whatever, and keep those ideas flowing. So sometimes it'll be you're laying in bed and you're thinking about the coming day and an idea will pop in your mind. Like, whoa, that could be a solution to this uh, design that I'm that's on my schedule for tomorrow. Uh, write it down or reach for that Procreate app and do a quick little sketch. Uh, it's a good way to help with in- insomnia <laughs> because if you're if you don't have something to jot it down with, uh, you're you're gonna be telling yourself again and again okay I've got to remember this it's a great idea Uh, let me flesh it out in my mind a little bit more and then next thing you know you're getting hot and sweaty and you can't fall asleep and then that'll throw off your schedule which is the next step of this making time you gotta schedule it you know wake up 30 to 60 minutes earlier on the days that maybe you can work from home, take that time that you would have used to uh, commute to the office and jump into you know, ZBrush or uh, Procreate on the iPad or Illustrator and, and make some progress on something. And, and I know, you know, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, you're, you're likely not going to be able to create something in one sitting that is going to be amazing, that's going to be groundbreaking, that you can go and hang in a gallery or upload that 30-minute song that you wrote to Spotify and get you know 10 million listens or whatever. That's, that's likely not going to happen. So you might say, what's the use, you know? But those 30, 60 minutes, and I don't know why I chose those time frames. They're easy, half an hour, an hour, whatever. They add up over time. You know, I've, I've constantly got, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 projects going on at once in, in one stage of development or the other. And to the frustration of some of my collaborators you know those those projects will have to take a back seat or um, or maybe I lose my passion for it and it never really sees the light of day but it takes persistence over days weeks months to produce something really impressive another quote that I think might illustrate this is the two most powerful warriors are patience and time so let's just imagine that we're battling this creation whatever it is and if you really want it to be great you have to be patient and it's going to take time your two most powerful warriors okay that may be a stretch But uh, my boy, Leo Tolstoy, said that in his book, War and Peace, which I didn't read, but I've heard about it. So you've decided to take my advice and carve out 
an extra 30 minutes here, an extra 60 minutes there, even 10 minutes here or there, whatever. How do you create in that amount of time, right? What can you do? Well, we talked about that magical device earlier, the iPad. It's something that I have with me always. Just to kind of illustrate some of the ways that I carve out time to create is I realize that as a working adult or responsible parent, I think, and someone who wants to stay married, I know that I need to help out around the house too or help out with the kids. So one thing I'll do is I'll come home and you know take the baby and maybe it's time for uh, her to have a nap and so I'll hold her in my recliner in one arm and in the other hand I've got my handy dandy Apple Pencil and I'm sketching out ideas in Procreate or uh, Sketchbook Pro. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll you'll see that I like to use the symmetry tool to uh, quickly generate ideas. Or I'll be typing things out in in Google Docs on the iPad, like for ideas, story seeds, maybe to-do lists when I when I can get in front of the computer and really dedicate some unobstructed time. What am I gonna do first? Another great way to help out and uh, create, gather your kids around and, and say, hey, let's have a little family drawing activity. Uh, grab your tablet or a piece of paper and some crayons and let's just draw together. It doesn't have to be drawing either. I have several kids who are interested in 3D modeling. Anywhere from modeling in uh, Minecraft with blocks, kind of voxel type art, to uh, using Blender. And so something I'll do to keep them busy and, and uh, hopefully help them learn those tools even better or, or just get in the habit of creating rather than playing games all the time. I'll give them a, a prompt like, let's see who can create the best Halloween uh, scene. And sometimes I'll sweeten the deal with uh, whoever does the best job or, or finishes, uh, I'll give them five bucks which can get kind of expensive, but uh, they they do work on it. And so while they're doing that, I'll hop in the other room and, and create myself. So get creative as you find the time, or rather make the time to create. And I can't stress this enough. It's something you've got to prioritize like anything you know uh, my son shared a video that his math teacher shared with him uh, I wish I could remember the exact title or or could share the link but it was a motivational speaker guy who uh, was talking to a class and in this video 
he he asked people to ask the kids to raise their hands you know who wants to be successful who wants to make a lot of money who who doesn't want to have to worry about money essentially and as you can imagine the kids raised their hands and thought that sounded pretty awesome this motivational speaker guy told a story and I'm not doing a very good job at uh, relaying his his energy and passion for for this subject but uh, bear with me it was about a young guy who went to a, a successful older person and said can you teach me how to be successful how to be rich and the older guy said sure I'll meet you at the beach tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. and the younger guy was like what what does that have to do with being successful or or being rich and he thought okay well we'll see and so the next morning he showed up and the older guy was there waiting for him and said okay I'm here tell me the secret and the older man said in time just go ahead and uh, start walking out into the ocean and I'll tell you when to stop and the younger guy you know was a little worried about this but proceeded and he got out to his knees and said okay is this good and the older man gestured nope keep going keep going and the older man started to follow him out there and he got into his waist and he thought okay is this good are we can you tell me what, what this is all about and the older man said no keep going a little further and he went until he could no longer touch the bottom you know he was on his tippy toes kind of bouncing just to to breathe dodging the the waves and and the older man came up behind him and and pushed him under the water completely so he was submerged and held him under there as the younger guy struggled and then you know after 10 seconds 30 seconds whatever it was pulled him up and the the younger guy gasped for air he was he was fine just a little shooken up but he said what are, what are you trying to do and the older man was like what were you thinking about when you were down there underwater and what do you think he said he said i i just wanted to breathe and the older man said that's that's the secret that if you want something you need to want it as bad as you want to breathe so do you want to improve your abilities as a artist or as a developer or as someone who just makes money on the side doing your side hustle whatever it is for it to be successful you really need to want it as bad as you want to breathe and that's that's what I'm talking about when I'm like you know have your iPad with you 
when you're watching TV. You know, I I know that uh, the people who produce those shows spend a lot of time and, and have uh, a lot of skill there and they want you to consume it unobstructed and give your full attention to it. But that's not going to help you in the long run. Sure, we can go back to my first point about research and there is some time for that. Maybe if you, I mean, if you go to the theater, yeah, you can't bring your iPad in there. They don't even want you to turn on your phone, right? But those things have to be far and few, few between if, if you're going to make progress creating and if you're going to make that time. So ask yourself, how bad do you want it? Do you want it this time to create? Do you want it as bad as you want to breathe? Or need to breathe? Again, I'd like to thank my mom for listening to this podcast all the way to the end. (laughs) And if there are any others that haven't fallen asleep yet, and you find value in these podcasts, the best thing you can do is tell your friends. Tell them, check this out. And until next time, this is your cat-loving, smart-mouthing, Melmacian, Ike Shumway. I mean Allred, signing off. Create or die.